This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Like I said, it looked real good on paper, but we still got to go out there, compete, um, make it happen, make the plays, and... Um, you know, a lot more football left, but, you know, we know the ultimate goal is to, you know, be playing that last game of the season and trying to be a world champion. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back. It is BetQL Daily, presented, as always, by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth here on a football Friday morning. Week 9 in the NFL began last night with the Colts covering against the Jets, so that was dicey at the end. And now we look forward to the rest of the card here with our guy Ed Egras of FanDuel. He is joining us on the Roman Guest Line, sports analyst, expert for FanDuel, for more ways to win as well as Valley Sports West. Also find him NBC Sports Edge in the power rank with Ed Fang. Ed, we heard Aaron Donald there. They acquire Von Miller this week. A lot of uh, news around the players. The roster's changing, right? Von Miller added to the Rams. Derrick Henry subtracted from the Titans. Has there been an overreaction here? What do you make of the number? It's down to seven. It was at seven and a half. Titans, despite a six and two record, big underdogs against the Rams this Sunday night. I think when you look at the Rams, and I think Von Miller, that that acquisition, I think, points to a couple things. One, yes, the Rams are definitely in this kind of win now mode because I don't think you make a move like that unless you really believe that you are on the cusp of winning a Super Bowl. And so you're willing to completely forego any long-term opportunities to try and win right here, right now. And so that, to me, is you know the mentality there. Part of the problem with the Rams, and look, the offense is spectacular. Stafford's been playing out of his mind. I really think there, there are MVP opportunities for him, and he's not the favorite in the market right now, hint, hint. But when you look at what the Rams have been doing offensively, it's largely been against lackluster competition. Now, granted, they have looked good against great competition, like against the Buccaneers, but they haven't played anybody in a while. And so I think their overall offensive numbers are a little bit inflated because of that. Meanwhile, you have the Titans, you know, big win against the Bills not that long ago, but that has sort of been buried because they're still in the AFC South and they have a couple of losses, et cetera, and now they lose Derrick Henry. I do believe that, we are not using enough opponent-adjusted metrics 
when evaluating a game like this. And I think that matters. Even though we are midway through the season, we are in November, I still believe that looking at the schedule matters a good bit as far as who you played and who you've beaten. And the Rams haven't played anybody in a while. And so I feel like when you look at their overall offensive metrics, that it's probably not as good as we might want to believe, even though I think they're still spectacular. So to me, that just makes the spread too big. And I have no problem backing the Titans, even without having Derrick Henry and knowing full well, they'll probably have to adjust their offense just a little bit, maybe force a little bit more on Ryan Tannehill. But I think he can do it. I think he's great in this play action game, and I have no problem backing the Titans here. All right. Uh, Titans getting a touchdown this Friday morning. Came off that seven and a half. Uh, Ed, obviously the uh, the big theme here in handicapping week number nine in the National Football League is all about finding the overreaction. Where is the overreaction? And a lot of times people say, oh, I'm going I'm to fade the overreaction. I'm going to fade it. Well, is it overreaction? That's what we have to determine as betters. With the Derrick Henry thing, I, th I think you're right. It seems like some overreaction, but that's not the only injury situation we have this week. There, there's Green Bay. That goes with Rodgers out and Lovin from a pick em out to seven and a half. All signs, the betting market is screaming, Kyler Murray is not playing this weekend. When it becomes official, that line will continue to move. We have Tyrod in, Dax in, Herbert's full. Uh, which games really jump out as uh, maybe there's some value in the market because of overreaction to the line? Well, let's start with the uh, Packers and Chiefs because it's one of those things where there may not be an over, and this is incredibly nuanced and perhaps boring, but hey, that's why you have me. It's one of those things where I didn't like the number to begin with, but because it has moved roughly seven, seven and a half points, that's probably about right as far as how much value Aaron Rodgers is over Jordan Love. So the movement may be correct, but the original number may be wrong. And I think that's an appropriate conclusion to make. You know, process may be a little bit tricky because you may say, okay, Aaron Rodgers is worth five. And so this is an overreaction. So I'm going to, you know, backers here. But to me, I think it goes back to the original number. And that's sort of where I had an issue, uh, you know, with this whole ordeal. Yes, losing Aaron Rodgers is, is a big deal, no doubt about that. And Jordan Love is very much going to be, to me, looking at scouting reports, a boom or bust kind of quarterback. I still think he's probably going to have one of the longer A, uh, a dots. I don't think it's naturally going to be a conservative offense necessarily, and especially uh, given LaFleur's reputation. I, I think they'll probably want Jordan Love to air it out a little bit more because the Chiefs are probably anticipating sort of a short Deacon dunk kind of a game, and that's not really the quarterback that Jordan Love is. That's not why you brought him on and used a first-round pick on him. So I find this uh, a great opportunity to back the Packers here. Chiefs defense, still way too many questions for me to feel comfortable. And Pat Mahomes, you know, I'm not necessarily concerned about all the turnovers, but at some point – I am concerned about the tertiary receivers. After Kelsey, who seems to have fallen off a little bit, and then after Tyreek Hill, who is he comfortably and consistently throwing to? I'm not sure who that guy is at this point. And so because I don't necessarily trust third, fourth-tier receivers for KC, I think the Packers have a great opportunity to at least cover. Now, when we talk about, uh, real quickly, with uh, Kyler Murray, that I do not think is an overreaction because I think all of a sudden now – Arizona is going to be running the football a good bit more. And then when you look at rushing yards over expected, the 49ers are actually really good at that. It's it's more at the quarterback position where the 49ers are having some real issues. And so 
if this is going to be a run offense versus another run offense, I have no problem backing the 49ers. But if Kyler Murray were 100% and airing it out, I would take Arizona here because the spread's close. Ed Egros joining us here talking week nine in the NFL. Ed, sometimes a lot of, actually oftentimes, betting is about looking at ugly games and saying, I see something there. Tyrod Taylor is back for the Texans. They are getting five and a half points against a bad Miami team. It was six and a half. It's gone down to five and a half. Texans two to one on the money line, plus 200. What do you think about this game? Um, you know, Miami's in a bad way right now. And, and now they're committed to two, at least for the rest of the season, because they couldn't pull off any sort of uh, Deshaun Watson trade. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. I don't know if I'm ready to pull the trigger on a Texans money line here, but I am really, really tempted. Uh, Maybe after a couple of lemonades, I might do it. But uh, (laughs) a couple of cold brews, something like that. But I'm not ready, but I'm tempted. And I think the reason why I'm tempted, and not because I think there's a 50-50 chance of it, but... Even when you watch the end of the Rams game and, and playing in the hurry up, and yes, it was a different quarterback, but there there are weapons for the Texans that, that we don't really talk about enough. And obviously the primary one is Brandon Cooks. I do believe that, you know, the way that he can play with Tyrod Ty- Taylor as his quarterback, I do think he can be a top 10 receiver in the league right now. Now, they don't have a whole lot else, and so it's not going to be this apparent thing. Uh, but if you are buying in bulk and looking at target share percentage and an air yard share, things like that, Brandon Cooks is relied upon heavily and he's still with Houston. And yeah, I may be a little bit upset, but that may just give him all the more reason to play really well. And then, you know, prove to everyone that, hey, I, I should have a say in, you know, what happens with my career and my team, et cetera. But yeah, I do believe that this Tyrod Taylor to Brandon Cooks connection can be lethal enough to score some serious points. Will it be enough to take down Miami? I mean, Tua is inconsistent. He's had good games before. It's hard to say, but that is a massive number for two teams where, as far as quality levels concerned, I think they're roughly similar. When I see Jalen Hurts is dead last, last four games in EPA plus CPOE, I say hi, Ed Egros. Uh, what about <laughs> this matchup? The line keeps dropping. We're down to one and a half this morning. Uh, Chargers short favorites at the Eagles. What do you think? That one's been a little fluid because it. I think it started at one, one and a half earlier when I looked at it and then moved up to two and a half uh, midweek and now it's back down. I, it's curious because I, I don't have a good grasp as far as why the line has been moving so much. I'm comfortable with the Chargers all week long and nothing with the spread has made me change my mind about that. Now, if we're starting to get into three territory or juice two and a half, then that's a different conversation, probably a stay away. But at this rate, if it's at one and a half, what is it about 
the Chargers that makes you believe that they are on par with the Eagles on the road. I, I don't necessarily see it here. I know Justin Herbert is still a young quarterback. We kind of forget that, but he can play well in this system. He can win shootouts and he can win, uh, you know, highly contested games. I'm not necessarily concerned about that part. I understand with this Chargers defense that, yes, they're having some trouble stopping the run. And yes, you have a mobile quarterback and that is a concern. But is Jalen Hurts really on par with Justin Herbert? I don't see it. There's been talk that Hertz wasn't going to be the starter or isn't going to be the starter next year. Is Justin Herbert going to lose his starting job as well? I mean, we're talking about two completely different quality levels here. So to me, I'm more than comfortable taking the Chargers. And if there are alternate spread spread opportunities uh, to bump it up to two and a half or maybe even three and a half, I'd go ahead and take it. Ed, where's your lean on the Browns and Bengals? Both these teams need to bounce back. Obviously, a lot of drama in Cleveland right now. Odell Beckham Jr. out of the building. And the Bengals coming off uh, of, a, I mean, the biggest letdown probably of the season, off of what they did in Baltimore to go lose to the Jets. That was pretty bad. They had a big lead in the fourth quarter, blew it. Uh, Bengals, two-and-a-half-point home favorites against the Browns in what's probably one of the best 1 o'clock games of the weekend here. It's interesting because I know the Bengals were on three straight road games, and that third game was in New York going up against a backup quarterback where uh, they didn't have as much information uh, to work off of. Not not that Mike White hasn't done anything, say, in a preseason game or something. So there is tape of him. He's not sort of appearing out of thin air. But I am curious if that third road game had any impact. It really shouldn't have against the Jets. Um, and if it had any sizable impact, then I think that should call into question, you know, what we think about the Bengals, the Bengals to begin with. Uh, there, there are some question marks as far as uh, defensively what we're looking at from Cincinnati. As far as Cleveland is concerned, I, I don't necessarily love what I see beyond the defensive line. I, I you know, Cleveland's defensive line is great. They can put a lot of quarterback pressures, all that fun stuff. But this may be an over opportunity for me where this could be back and forth and last score wins. And I'm not necessarily expecting, you know, tons of points like they played last year. Uh, but could this be sort of a 30 to 27 kind of a game or, uh, you know, 28, 27 kind of a game where you are hitting the over and is back and forth last team with the ball wins because the second half uh, is so frenetic. That's probably the pace. And that's probably how this will turn out. Uh, any other NFL games that uh, really stand out to you? Do you have a strong opinion on before we get to college? Yeah, I wanted to talk a little bit last week about a pick that I made, and I'm feeling a little distraught because I thought we were friends, and friends don't let people do stupid things publicly in front of a wide audience. And here I am taking Jacksonville plus three and a half in Seattle, yeah. and nobody stopped me. Nobody because I did it too. Side. I did. We uh, all did it. We're okay. all that's why. Yeah, that's, okay. Yeah, we're all, all stupid right. together. Enough. Okay, we're all stupid together. Okay, well, let's let's remedy this and say, you know what? Let's not do it again. Uh, Buffalo, you know, two touchdown favorites. Uh, it may have moved up even more. I, I'm, I'm backing Buffalo here. Uh, if if Urban Meyer and you know, a friend of mine pointed this out the other day, but if Urban Meyer is scores a touchdown, is down 18 and kicks the extra point to go down 17, then that's a sign that. You know, meticulousness is not exactly a priority within that franchise. And if we're getting decision making like that, then I don't know how they're going to go up against Josh Allen and keep this competitive, uh, especially a team that barely covered last week. And they're due for positive regression to the mean anyway. 
Yeah, I think maybe last month or a month and a half ago, maybe attention to detail not being a priority in Jacksonville <laughs> was, was abundantly clear, and it, it's expressing itself on the field. All right, college here, Ed. Uh, you're wearing an SMU shirt there. We give you the board. What, what stands out to you? College football this week, a lot of big games, interesting numbers. Where, where do you want to take us? What are you thinking on college? Well, let's stick with the American Conference, and Houston has a great opportunity to prove to everyone that they do belong in the top 25 of the college football playoff rankings. I think what's interesting, uh, to make this topical, I think one of the things that's interesting as far as uh, a lot of mid-majors getting snubbed, most notably Cincinnati, but the other ones in the American as well, and even in other conferences, is that I, I do think there is the possibility that the market will look at that and say, hey, actually, uh, you know, strength of schedule matters a good bit. Who you've played matters a good bit. And so that's going to deflate, uh, you know, some of these overall quality metrics. But I look at what Houston has done defensively, specifically on that side of the ball, and I go, this could be a top 10 defense or certainly uh, a top three, top four defense as far as group of five teams are concerned. And they're going up against a USF team uh, that offensively hasn't done very much. And it's roughly a two-touchdown spread, uh, last I check, or maybe even less than that. Uh, I could see Houston winning this thing in a blowout where they're, they're shutting out uh, what the Bulls are doing. And so I'm more than comfortable saying, yeah, Houston you know, can win this in a blowout and then sort of prove to everyone else that, look, they deserve to be at least in this conversation of being in the top 25. Maybe not nearly as high as Cincinnati, but, hey, if Cincinnati gets upset by my Mustangs or something, uh, then they're worthy of being in that conversation for something nice. Great stuff. Ed Egros, we always appreciate you hopping on. We'll catch up next week. That was Ed Egros on the Roman guest line. He, of course, sports analytics expert for FanDuel and more ways to win, as well as Bally Sports West. We got to get to the contest picks coming up next. Where are Joe and Paul going for week nine? And then lightning bets. Our best bets for week nine across the NFL. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth. This is Becky Well Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sports. If you want to see the show live, just log on to Twitch. It's twitch.com backslash BetQL. These Joes are helping you bet like a pro. It's Joe Ostrowski and Joe Gillio and Aaron Hawksworth on BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.